Welcome to Feral Minds. Join us as we chase our curiosities. Let's go monkey farming. So I, I'm reading the other day about this monkey farm they're proposing in Georgia. It's going to house 30,000 monkeys. 30,000 monkeys running the farm? 30,000 monkeys waiting for their day in front of Dr. Frankenstein is kind of how it reads. So 30,000 monkeys in a facility, a $396 million facility. Uh, the monkey population will, in fact, double the human population of this town. And so we've had this big crisis. We can't get monkeys to tinker with. It's a challenge. So oh. Since 2020, we used to get all of our monkeys from China. But... What, now you can't trust Chinese monkeys? Evident, no, I mean, China dried up the flow, so we can't get any of that, that fresh primate stash. So China, China used to farm our monkeys for us. China used to grow them. monkey farm, yeah, we're talking about 30,000 monkeys bred to be poked, scraped. Long-tailed macaws. Long-tailed macaws, and they like these because they're closer to humans. That When they, they do these tests, they think they're going to get something similar. I, yeah, I think they're close enough to humans, but not so close that we care. Ugh. Right, you, you have to have a nice level of proximity. They have more function than a lab rat, uh, but not quite as much concern they're as the, like a German shepherd. They're the cows of the of the primate. You got to <laughs> find the right the spot, low enough personality level that we didn't mind. Yeah. We didn't mind just slaughtering them for every aspect of our own benefit. Yeah. So what what I think is interesting about this is you've so got, it should be monkey ranching then. Oh, I think that's what they're trying to do. Right? This is what this is. I mean, it's a huge facility. Okay, we're talking hundreds of acres. And so what they're, what they're trying to do here, and this is a great opportunity for a select few, right? While the majority of the town is going to wither, nobody's going to want to live there. Real estate's going <laughs> to plummet. Water quality is going to be a joke. They're, they're going to be calling Flint, Michigan for their water. Oh. Uh, that, I mean, they, and there's nobody You willing. can't get fresh air. No. That's the, it's gone. you got to hope the wind comes the right direction. The hundreds of jobs that they bring, even the people that work those jobs, they're going to live in some town upwind. Yes. And so you, you just sit back and look at this and go, like, All right, there's, there's an opportunity here, though. I see it. And it's not in the real estate that's going to plummet. It's not in the water quality that's going to fade. It's not in the population that is going to scream as they run for the hills. It's in the major arteries going into this city. Where you can sell a T-shirt, or perhaps a chocolate frozen banana. Those would be the two staples. <laughs> Those are the souvenirs you get when you go to a get. monkey ranch. You know, we got to see how this thing develops. So in the early stages, I'm going T-shirts, and I'm going frozen chocolate bananas, and I'm just seeing how it plays out. You know, later rounds. So, you, so you I'm bring in more dynamics. A little bit like like the Tiger King setup here. You know, where you've got the animal sanctuary. But now, what happens when a natural disaster comes through? You know, here you we had we had we had what that what they call that a uh, tiger nato yeah, <laughs> that yeah. came through when it hit the tiger farm. Okay. Like, what happens whenever the, when the monkey ranch? Gets you just lock the door and hope they drown. I think that's that's I think the goal. But. Well, we're talking the southeast, yeah. So they're going. I guess they get flooded out. This place is going to bring hundreds of good jobs, though. Like good oh. shoveling. Jobs. Yeah, because everybody is looking for that turd shoveling. Good job. shoveling work. Yeah, that's what yeah. I went to school for. Well, <laughs> I, I think there is potentially industry crossover. If you've been work, <laughs> if you've been working an office job, then you've been shoveling shit at somebody's monkey farm for years. It's not much different than a lot of stuff I did managing warehouses. <laughs> People are qualified. These are good jobs. I mean, there are not many of them, and it's going to completely destroy the town. Again, nobody's going to want to live there, but. I am assuming some people will want to shovel up after monkeys 
And that will draw them to now the cheap real estate because we have abundant housing. So it's just incredible. It's, an, it's a dynamic, kind of a bit like a baby Roswell. Yeah. There's an opportunity here, right? The town's going to take it on the chin. But for select few who can, who can quickly get their T-shirt and frozen banana game together, I think there's multi-generational wealth opportunities. <laughs> multi-generational wealth. <laughs> yeah, and maybe, maybe they're ruining this town. I love your optimism. <laughs> but somebody's going to win big. And Just, it's important we keep our eye on that prize. You you hope that the sacrifice of the town would equal that great of a magnitude of wealth for for the for the few that that manage it out. Some people have to play it, and I think you have you got a couple of different opportunities here. So we're going to have Is animal this, protesting agencies. They will move in. They can move in regional training centers. Yeah, I don't even think they counted estate. these jobs. Honestly. Cheap real estate. Yeah, right. And so if, if I if I have a store. Or what will be an outpost now on this town that will <laughs> most likely no longer is so we're just selling shovels to the gold miners, right? Shovels to the gold miners. That's our that's our model. And so as people come to see the monkey farm, because we love big stuff, like thirty thousand monkeys. Yeah, people come to see that stuff, dude. Who wouldn't want? They're going to load up. Well, I'm right? and then they're going to want proof that they've been there. I wonder if there's a model of this in China. Like you know, there's like we didn't invent monkey farming. Uh, this has already no, been around, did, obviously. Yeah. I wonder what sort of monkey farm agritainment <laughs> that they have already in China. I don't know. Because, you know, think about it. That's that's a wonderful thing going on right now. The agritainment with, uh, I don't know, you get to go watch them grow corn and feed chickens. And, you know, they got one out there off 39th. That's, that's entertaining? Yeah, yeah, yeah agritainment. And there was the one, like, pumpkin patches often have this. And you'll have, like, a pumpkin slinging deal. Okay. Like, there's all sorts of entertainment. Oh, they build just fun country stuff, farms. right? Yeah, exactly. Like tree, harm, tree tree house stuff that's laid out all over the farm. Now, there's some opportunities for monkey farm agritainment. Okay. <laughs> if you ask me. Yeah. Who knows what sort of antics the monkeys could get into while we enjoy seeing the farming. Yeah. Well, I think I think T-shirts can be big, but then when you go into the, the animal protesting ranks, I mean, there's all kinds of products that are going to be big sellers. Hair dye is going to be a killer, dude. Purple and green hair dye, I'd build inventory on that quick right now. Yeah, yeah, you can't have your natural hair color and no. be a PETA protester. That's right? not even possible. <laughs> they right? don't even see you. You got to get attention. Yeah, we <laughs> like need we need bricks, we need pavers, things that can be hurled in protest. Oh, you're talking Boston Tea Party style protest. I'm just, I'm just saying we know what's, we know what's, we know what's coming to town. There's no reason not to stock up. <laughs> we we, know we got you. a gold rush going on. It just happens to be monkeys. Man, the, the infinite possibility of entertainment that could be monkey farming starting here. This is the first one I assume. Like, there's not there's not one already. Yeah, I didn't do room. a lot of research on monkey farming, and in general, I don't do a lot of research in general because I just I'm a little allergic to it. But well, I, like anybody, research it until it doesn't have your interest. In yeah, and it tends to <laughs> make my the, eyeballs swell and close but yeah i, I did there's not enough i know that this same group tried to bring a monkey farm into houston earlier this year and the houstonians shut it down so they've got to find a spot where there's limited residents they've got to find a spot where they can bowl over a councilman or a county commissioner or whoever's running the yeah we'll do this because this this all started with a big tax break uh, they, they they gave them a tax-free, I don't know if it's a trust or how they establish these things uh, corporately, but they gave them a tax-free 200 acres for 10 years, right? So this town, specifically not the town, somebody within the town 
is trying to get this monkey farm. Yeah, they're greasing the wheels in of this progress location, for it. right? So That'd be it, interesting. It's, to find it's out a classic why. human story where the greed of a couple just completely rolls over the existence of others. And I think that's what that's what is interesting about this monkey farm. On top of the dynamics of what you're going to do to the town, you know somebody got paid, and then a whole lot of people suffered. Yeah, that's bad juju. Yeah, uh, it just seems like you know to to bring that to your town, to the place where you live, get the payday, and then like everybody else, have to run. That's an odd choice, man. That's an or odd choice to, figure to get, out some to way get to, uh, greed in your pocket. Yeah, or so we're trying to figure out some way to pick up the generational wealth from the from the breadcrumbs that are souvenir sales. <laughs> Not many people are going to make it. Right? You, you also no. have like you'll have a community of research scientists that'll move in, and we know research scientists like they do us the gentle favor of pushing the boundary of humanitarian ethics, and thankfully <laughs> the, the they medical, do it. The medical scientists they do it, have so you done. and I, you and I don't have to do it. But I mean, they're out there. Pushing the boundaries of pain, uh, so you and I can live this nice, comfortable life. So and so and, and also the monkeys. Little 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 gratitude towards the poor. You worry about the monkeys? I, ah, come on! All living things have some significance. Well, I'm glad you could worry about the monkeys. <laughs> I was worried about the poor dude that was losing his house. They got the, this old lady the one who's holding. Got to spell the monkeys. This old lady holding a sign saying "Stop the monkeys" in her front yard, right? And right across from it. Is where they're planning on breaking ground later this year on it's, a three hundred and ninety-six million dollar monkey farm. Oh, I'll be just, interested to follow the progress on that. If that's probably, the first one, I'll probably never look at it again. To be honest with you, but it, it stuck my eyes. It's one of those things where you know there's somebody in there getting a payday. But and something all the needs rest to be looked at. Suffer. That's my thought on this. In some way, shape, or form, the curiosity level here is high. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to say I'm here in favor of monkey farms or against monkey farms. But I do think it's kind of fun to live in a place where monkey farms exist. Well, let's see what they bring to. Let's see what they bring to the table. I think it'd be fun to visit and get your T-shirt and get your chocolate banana and then get the hell out of there. Yeah. Say, it's not. That's not going to be a place you're going to want to live. You can imagine the sound. You imagine the sound and the the just. It's it's a valid concern if a hurricane rolls through there. What happens with these monkeys? What happens with an outbreak? Yeah, you know, that's that's the beginning of Planet of the Apes right yeah. there. Yeah, you know, we we can imagine that playing out. You said they outnumber the residents they like do. two to one. Yeah. Oh, they'd roll that town. Oh, well, I mean, think about it. by the time by the time this monkey factory is in place. <laughs> roll that down. By the time this monkey factory is in place, dude, and nobody gonna live in that town. Like that, literally, yeah, they'll be four to one. Monkeys. They're gonna be like fourteen people in a senior citizen center. That's gonna be the end of that town. And even the shovelers, the shovelers are getting paid off of it. They're not gonna live in the town. Well, they might sympathize with them. It might be the shovelers that break them out. How long you think you got to shove? <laughs> how long you think you got to shovel monkey dung before you hate that job? It's like war games, man. You remember Matthew Broderick, that '80s movie? No, how did that play? Oh, out? it was the space monkey that he tried to save from being tortured. It was the whole deal. Uh, anyway, sorry. No, nostalgic I, I, little '80s moment there. That, well, there's a Planet of the Apes ring through all of this. Because yeah, that's that what is I'm feeling more too. monkey than human matter. And I, I wonder about the people that deal in the monkeys. Like the monkey biz people, oh, who's in the monkey biz, and are they trading them? Where are they finding them? Because we don't really know what these monkeys are going to. We no, have no takes, idea. It's got to take a special kind of person to run thirty thousand monkeys to run them. And you, and you said this dude even, like he's he's been under allegations before. Like he's not a clean 
on the I don't think that anybody yeah I mean we're generalizing but we know here. we're dealing with a dirty person when yeah. we start getting monkey farming but there's no right way to do I'll it. let it I'll let we'll post the article and everybody can read the article but but there were a couple players in here that have some history that well again would make you not want them to be in charge of the keys at a monkey farm right behind your back door. You know, in charge of the councilman that is talking them into coming in there, however that back door stuff works. Somebody, somebody found somebody, a back wherever door. Wherever the money is, follow yeah. the money, you'll find out. And if this it. back door, if this back door doesn't work out, like this is one of those scenarios where you have a well funded organization that's looking to drop a facility and they're trying to find soft targets and they're trying to get something done where they can break ground and already have something actually blossoming before the citizens can stop it. And so, like, the whole, the entire nation should be on monkey farm alert because if this thing doesn't go down in Georgia, they're going to be looking for a plan B. Ooh, and that's why we tell this story. I, I think one of them was entertaining. I didn't know they farmed monkeys. That I was, didn't that was a I, like, We're joking that about was a it, but it really is horrific, honestly. That was <laughs> a revelation to me. Not, we would say it's, it's necessary for science. I guess. But the humanitarian piece around it is going to suffer a little bit. I mean, you just can't house 30,000 monkeys without a little bit of collateral yeah, damage. Yeah, if you're going to farm some monkeys, you're going to throw some poo. That's absolutely <laughs> true, right? My heart goes out to the monkey farm residents. I know. It's going to be challenging. But again, good shoveling work. We all need good shoveling work. If you have a curiosity you would like to chase along with us, call the Thought Line at 866-340-3394. Again, 866-340-3394.